Section 17 of Trips in the Life of a Locomotive Engineer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Margaret Lang. Trips in the Life of a Locomotive Engineer by Henry Dawson. Used up at last. The old proverb that the pitcher which goes often to the well returns broken at last, receives in the lives of railroad men frequent confirmation. I have known some men who have run engines for fifteen or twenty years, and met with no accident worthy of note to themselves, their trains, or to any of the passengers under their charge. But if they continue running, the iron hand of fate will surely reach them. Old Stephen Hanford, or Old Steve, as he is called by everybody who knows him, had been running engines for twenty-five years, with an exemption from the calamities, the smash-ups, and breakdowns, collisions, etc., that usually checker the life of an engineer, that was considered by everybody most remarkable. Night and day, in rain, snow, and mist, he has driven his engine on, over flood and field, and landed his passengers safely at their journey's end, always. No matter how hard the storm blew, with sharp forked lightnings, with muttering thunders, and the pitiless driving rain, old Steve's engine, which from its belching smoke and eating fire seemed the demon of the storm, came in safe. And the old man, whose eye never faltered, whose vigil never relaxed, got off from his engine, and after seeing it safely housed, went to his home. Not to dream of the terrors and miseries of collisions, of the shrieks and groans of victims whom his engine had trodden down and crushed, with tread as resistless as the rush of mountain torrents. No, all these saddening reflections were spared him, for he had never had charge of an engine when any fatal accident happened. Old Steve was one of the most careful men on an engine that I ever saw. He was always on the watch and was active as a cat. Nothing escaped his watchful glance, and in any emergency his presence of mind never forsook him. He went at once to doing the right thing, and did it quickly. The old man's activity never diminished in the least, but his eyesight grew weak, and he thought he would leave the main line, and like an old war-horse in his latter days, be rid of the hurry-scurry of the road. So he took a switch engine in the yard at Rochester and worked there, leaving the fast running in which he delighted to his younger comrades, many of whom received their first insight to the business from old Steve. He had been there about a year at work, very well contented with his position, a little outside of the great whirling current of the road on which he had so long labored, and was one day standing beside his engine, almost as old a stager as himself, when with an awful crash the boiler exploded. Old Steve was not hurt by the explosion, but he started back so suddenly that he fell upon the other track, up which another engine was backing, the engineer of which, startled no doubt by the explosion, did not see the old man until too late, and the wheels passed over him, crushing his leg off just above the knee. They picked him up and carried him home, the pitcher had been often to the well. It was broken at last. Owing to his vigorous constitution, the shock did not kill him. The leg was amputated, 
and now, should you ever be in the depot at Rochester, you will most likely see old Steve there, hobbling around on one leg and a pair of crutches, maimed indeed, but as cheerful as ever. He said to me, I am all used up, but what right had I to expect anything else? In twenty-five years I have bidden good-bye to many a comrade, who in the same business met the stern fate which will most surely catch us all if we stick to the iron horse. End of section 17